My book, Pain Formation, comes out this fall. It's all about helping people who struggle with pain to persevere and fulfill their purpose. Hey everybody, this is James Wilson, and welcome to the Life of Wilson podcast. Today I have a very special guest. It's someone who I've known for quite some time, who's very close to me. Um, It's actually my wife, Allison. Hello, Allison. Hello. Yes, yes. Welcome. Welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you for inviting me. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely. Well, it was kind of hard to hard to reach you. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Hey, so today's episode, we're going to be talking about conflict resolution in marriage. Now, for me, I am huge into just growth and learning, and I am all about uh, growing from my mistakes and learning from my mistakes, and I've made a ton and uh, Allison can definitely uh, admit to that in regards to me. Uh, but for us, we've been married six years, going on seven. And so this podcast isn't to say that we are experts in marriage, but it is to say that, hey, here's some things that have been very helpful to us. Right, Allison? Yes. Yes. Some tips we've gathered along the way. Yeah. So. The first thing before we get into the tips, uh, we just wanted to start out by saying the struggle is real. The struggle is real. Yes, we are not perfect, and we struggle like everybody else. We're not perfect. We are the regular people just like you. That's right, and so the whole point of that is to say that you are not alone. Um, Marriage is hard work. It is hard work, right, babe? It's like a... um, yeah, it's tough. Yes, it is a choice that we have to make every day to put our marriage first. Yeah, it's trying to put each other um, ahead of the other person. And so so with that, but there have been some things, you know, I remember when we were first married and we had very little um, skills in regards to conflict resolution and we had a, a few blowouts, and but we really didn't know how to work through it. We didn't know like how to talk to each other. Um, not saying we have everything figured out, but we didn't even have these tips. You know, we were just kind of figuring out by ourselves um, with very little resources. And now it's a whole lot easier to get to what we're trying to say and a whole lot easier to work through it, though it's still there, right? But we at least have a map of some things that, that work through with us, that help us. Right, babe? Yes, yes. Things that we've learned about each other along the way. Things that we didn't know when we first got married that we now know yeah so with that i'm just going to start off with tip number one so we'll have five but tip number one is to remember you're on the same team so that's one of the things to where um, when you're a team going against another team um, you really don't care much about them you you just want to score um, you want them to lose and you want to come out on top, you want to be the champion, and you want them to go home whining like a baby. Um, that is not going to help your marriage. So remember, you're on the same team. So what do you have to say about that, babe? Yes, you're on the same team. There are no winners except for both of you. So fighting each other, thinking that you're going to win the argument or that you're right or he's wrong isn't going to help you. Finding a good compromise for both of you will ultimately help your marriage more. Yeah, that's the thing for me, too. It's it's hard to compromise because sometimes when you compromise, you can feel like you're losing. 
you can, you're losing something, but uh, there, there's nothing to lose. You you know you, you there's nothing to lose if your other spouse can win. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you you have to put what you want aside so that you can serve your spouse. And that's the thing when both of you put what you want aside and serve the other person, then the marriage wins. Both of you win together, and not one person triumphant on a hill while the other person, while the other spouse is you know, crying or angry or frustrated or annoyed. Um, that doesn't help anybody, right? Yes, that is very true. Serving the other person will help you in your marriage more than fighting for what you want. Yeah. So number two is, um, what is number two, babe? Establish non-negotiables. Like, don't walk away in an argument. Yeah, don't walk. Yeah, so whenever we were first married, we didn't have any non-negotiables. We just kind of went from dating to being engaged to being married, and we just kind of figured it all out, right? But now, six years going on seven, uh, with just in a couple months, seven going in, there's several non-negotiables that we've made, no matter what the topic is, <laughs> no matter how late it is, no matter how early it is, no matter how upset we are, we have some non-negotiables um, that we have work through and sometimes when those creep up to where we're not doing those one either allison will tell me hey uh, james this is what we we've agreed on this or i'll tell allison and so we do help each other on this and we keep each other accountable Um, but yeah so walking away that was a big thing because we both did that early in our marriage of walking away during an argument you know that that just leaves the other spouse hurt it leaves both spouses hurt um, both both spouses feel unheard. I mean, it's just not good, right, babe? It's just not good. Yeah, it's not letting the other partner know that you need time to think. They just think they're you're mad and don't want to finish the argument. Yeah, that's right. And one way that we um, worked through that, the walking away, is um, just establishing a time later that day um, and saying what time that would be. Um, to where we could meet and and finish the conversation. So an example would be, "Hey babe, I am really frustrated right now, but let's let's talk in an hour to where, you know, I just need a little time to cool down." Um but but placing that time helps. That helps me because it communicates that there will be a time later, but it also helps Allison because it communicates um that hey, uh, I'm frustrated and I need some time before I say something, right, on both ends. So that's been a huge thing for us. Um, another non-negotiable is um, uh, we we make sure that we kiss each other before we go to bed. Um, there's I can't really ever think of a time uh, before we establish these things to where we went to bed um, angry at each other and we went to bed not kissing each other before um, we went to sleep. Yes, it's very important for us to put our marriage first. And one of the things we do is by kissing before bed, knowing that we are still together in this, that we still love each other despite us arguing or having a miscommunication. Yeah, that's it's tough too because you want to feel like, you know, you were heard, you want to feel understood. And then and and sometimes you want to be angry. Ah, oh, but you did this. Um, but at the end of the day, you're tired. You know, hey, I'm sorry. Go to bed. You know, just go to bed. Kiss each other. Go to bed. It's all right. Um, but one of the other things too that we've done is, in a sense of just saying, I'm okay. 
you know, that's for us. That's the key to say, hey, despite everything that's going on, despite how I feel, despite how you feel, despite what's been said, what's been done, I'm okay. And whenever we say that, we're signaling to the other person, to to each other, that we want to move forward and we want to um, let it go. And that's, so that's been a real big thing for us because we, we used to not say I'm okay. We used to just kind of ask the other person without communicating what we how we were feeling, right, babe? Yes, it's very important for us to communicate to each other how we feel. And during an argument, it's very easy to fight for what you want. And when you end the argument, you have to communicate to that other person that we're going to let this go, we're going to move on, and that we are okay. That's right. Yeah. So with, like, with any argument that comes up, these non-negotiables are paramount for us. No matter what, we're not walking away. We're going to kiss each other before bed. We're not going to go to bed angry. We're going to communicate at the end. Hey, I'm okay. And then the other person says, "I'm okay," and that way we both know. And and also, there have been times where one of us will say, "I'm okay," and the other person says, "I'm not okay." You know, so we talk about that. And again, we make sure no matter what that we don't walk away, but we communicate when we need time and how much time that we need, so that both um, everybody knows when we're going to come back together. So remember, you're on the same team. Establish non-negotiables. Number three, utilize resources for personality types. Now, this is big because I am uh, very, very much fire if you're talking about the, um, the path element test, personality test, or if you could do the disc, I'm an ID, you know, the, all these different types or whichever. But basically, if you just know how you operate and how your spouse operates, how you understand and how your spouse understands, then you need to make sure that you're talking to your spouse in the language that they understand. So for me, I'm very fast-paced. I'm very um, into achieving things. I'm very into getting it done, moving forward. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Allison, what's kind of your personality type? I'm slower than that. I'm all feelings, all emotions. Communicating is one of my downfalls. Yeah, well, it's mine too. You know, I think and that's the thing. It's It's recognizing... What is your personality type and how can you grow from that, you know, and how can you work through that? So for me, I'm fast paced. It doesn't do me well. I remember when we were, you know, first married, you know, it doesn't do me well. I used to talk to Allison like she was an achiever, like she was a get it done type personality, like she was a fast paced personality. I'm just like, yeah, yeah, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's do this, let's do this. And to her, that was, she was completely allergic to that. Right, and then the same way how Allison would talk to me, um, very slow pace, very feelings and emotions, and, and in care, um, I'm more like, what, what is, what is this? What, what is this feelings that you talk about? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it was just through learning how can we talk for the other person, um, and so some things how I speak to Allison is I, I stop and I share my feelings, and I share um, how things make me feel, I share why I feel a certain way, I share, you know, what I'm thinking about, and I try to do my best to slow down. Again, we don't get it perfect every time, but it's about how are we working towards talking for the other person. 
I actually found a resource online called the Circle of Emotions, and that helps me so much because I don't really talk in feelings. I just kind of want to get things done. Um, but that's helped me a ton to to zip it right, to zip my mouth and to shut my mouth on things that really don't matter to Allison, you know. But to figure out and to work through what's important to her and how can I communicate what I'm thinking in a way that's best for her. And Allison, what are some things that you've kind of changed in regards to your communication uh, to talk to somebody like me who's a fast-paced mm-hmm. achiever, all about getting it done, really low in emotions and all these things? Uh, yes, to really listen to what he's saying and repeat it back. So what you're saying is is a very good resource to use for my husband. So he understands that I understood what he is saying. Um, Also, uh, scheduling things out so that we know or he knows um, when something is happening so he doesn't feel like it's just a whatever conversation, whatever happens. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, so that's one of the things, again, and that just goes with just doing research. Take a few personality tests or just think about, you know, how does your spouse best communicate? How do they best understand? And then really work through that in a sense of conflict. When the stakes are high, how do you get that information across? So number four, counseling. Counseling is a good thing. I really hate now that the culture um, shows counseling, reflects counseling as you're on your last leg in marriage and you're about to have a divorce and, you know, your life's over, your relationship is over, and now you're giving it all to this one person to save it. Um, That's not my experience with counseling. I remember when we first moved to Mississippi from um, Charlotte, North Carolina, and we were in a whole new state. It was just myself and Allison. We didn't know anyone there. I mean, we, we were very new. And so I was um, advised by a mentor of mine that I should see a counselor just because of the life change and, and what was going on with our home. And so I did. I met with a retired pastor named Dr. Reddy, and he was so helpful for me. Um, not that my life was falling apart, but I was just going, hey, I need someone to talk to because I've never been through this. And actually recently, Allison and I, Um, you know, we actually did premarital counseling before we got married. And, um, not too long ago, we also saw a counselor. Um, we were pregnant with Ellie at the time. So we were about to have another kid. Allison's still staying home. You know, we're in, um, South Carolina now. And so there's a lot of things that were about to change in our home. And so we decided that we should really see a counselor so that we, so that way we can talk about it, right? There's nothing wrong with counseling. Counseling is a good thing. Whether your uh, marriage is doing great, whether it's whether it needs some help, um, like all marriages, I mean, really, um, or whether you just feel like you need a, a person to help moderate a, a difficult conversation, but counseling has been good, right, Allison? Yes, counseling is a tool. It is something to be used whenever you think you might want a second opinion or a third opinion about something that's going on in your life, in your marriage, and relationship that you have with your family. Um, Counseling has given me different ways to communicate to James. It is another person who hears what he's saying in a different way than what I say or what I hear. 
and I can understand it a little better through what they're saying. I'm like, oh, okay, that's what, okay, yeah, okay. And can also give you different ways to say what you want to say in a better way for them to hear it. Yeah, that's right. So counseling has been nothing but good for us. And again, it is a good thing. So just find someone that you trust. Um, find someone who believes in a sense of what you believe from your worldview. Um, we would not see an, um, <laughs> an atheist counselor. <laughs> We're going to see a counselor who's a Christian. You, you need to figure out who's good for you and, and for your family um, because you know the information that you're going to be sharing is very confidential and personal. So you just need someone who you can trust and someone who can get you and not judge you, but also provide valuable feedback for you and your and your spouse. Uh, five and the last one um, is to consistently keep growing. Oh my goodness, this one's really tough because marriage can become very plain if you don't put in the time. But the more intentional you are about it, then you reap the rewards from it. So we have a date night every Friday night. Yes, even with a newborn and a three-year-old, we still had date night um, yesterday, which was Friday. And then we will continue to have date night. We make it work for us. Sometimes we get somebody to watch our kids. And sometimes we just put them both to bed and watch something on Netflix. No matter what, we spend time together. That's been a big thing. Another thing is Bible studies. Alice and I, we share a plan. Um, and we finish them, and we can comment on it and share. We use it through the Bible app, um, the Uversion Bible app. Uh, that's been huge for us. Um, any, what, what are the things that we do, babe? Um, we have shared articles with each other to read, um, books. My husband's really big into reading books, and sometimes he'll tell me about a book that he's reading that'll make me want to read it. Um, videos. Sometimes he'll see a video on YouTube or Facebook and he'll send it to me and I'll watch it and we'll talk about it later. Um, sermons are a great one. Um, we have several sermons from different pastors about uh, marriage and what the Bible says the husband needs to do, what the Bible says the wife needs to do. Yeah, and then another one is you know, connect with older married couples. So I usually take the time to just ask, um, you know, a husband... I would say, hey, man, you know, have you been married for 20, 30, 40 years, 50 years? You know, what's something that I need to do? You know, just coming in with humility, knowing that um, knowing that I don't know everything, right? But knowing that I'm willing to put the time and an effort and I'm willing to say, you know what? Okay, I blew it. That was stupid. Um, so, babe, that, I mean, that was five things. Again, I hit the five again um, in regards to conflict resolution and marriage. But remember, you're on the same team. Establish non-negotiables. Utilize resources for personality types. Counseling is a good thing and constantly keep growing. Those right there have been able to help us so much. Again, that's not an end-all, be-all list. That's not a we are experts and our marriage never has conflict. It is a our marriage does have conflict. And these are some things that have helped us so much more than when we first got married. I mean, Thank you, Lord, you know, that we've, we've made it this far because, man, we came in with very little tools and resources and how to do this thing called marriage. And not, again, not saying we know everything now, but our marriage is so much stronger than it was just because we both have made a decision that we are going to grow together and we're going to help each other. We're going to create some non-negotiables and we're going to get counseling when we need it. 
Um, and that's been really helpful for us. Any uh, last comments, babe? At the end of the day, know that you love each other and that you'll always be on the same team. Fight for it. Fight for your marriage. That's right. Fight for your marriage. Well, we hope that you have found this helpful. Um, if you have any other tips or just anything that you'd like to share, you could always reach me at James um, or email me at james at thelifeofwilson.com. I'd love to connect with you and maybe hear some things that you and your spouse does in regards to conflict resolution in your marriage. Uh, with that said, I hope you have an amazing time with your spouse and uh, maybe share some of these tips with them and just kind of sit through this and listen to it together and talk about it. With that said, take care. Talk to you later.